So in 2002, there was a movie released called K-19. I'm not sure if any, any of you have ever seen it. Uh, it. It's about a Russian submarine and its pilot. And uh, this, the, 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 whole, the whole mission, the whole submarine is very ill-fated from the beginning. You know the way they get a bottle of champagne and you're supposed to swing it against the, the ship before it's launched, yeah? Well, they kind of swung it and it missed, and then it just kind of came back unbroken, which is a really bad sign for sailors. Okay, so, but then once they brought out into the water, it got even worse. Imagine being in a submarine when you have to start to have problems. Okay, well, one of the main problems, which was seriously problematic, was that their nuclear reactor started to leak. So you're in a steel tube with a leaking nuclear reactor. Okay, so this was only supposed to be a kind of a, a maiden voyage test sailing. Uh, so when they had this problem, they didn't have all the necessary gear to fix it, right? And the, 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 the crew, the, the pilots anyway, knew this. But they were sending in soldiers, to, they had to send in soldiers to fix the leaking reactor. But soldiers could only stay in for about 20 minutes before they suffered severe radiation poisoning and were inevitably going to die, okay? So then uh, one of the soldiers says to the captain, we can't send them in with no protection. And the captain says, have them put on rain gear. And the, the first officer responds, yeah, but this won't help them. And he said, I know, but it'll make them feel better. So basically they put on a rain jacket and rain pants and gloves and uh, went in to fix a nuclear reactor. All of them died. Uh, all of the, those who worked on the reactor died. Why am I saying this? Um, I'm hoping to start a, just a little mini-series, maybe four uh, homilies, on, on some fatal flaws, right? Fatal flaws. So ideas that may exist in the church or ideas that we may believe that are not true. Now, the, the thing is, when we talk about getting things wrong, if you will, in theology or getting things wrong in our faith, the consequences are fatal. The consequences are real and they last eternity. I mean, so getting things wrong as regards our faith is, is, is it's catastrophic. It really is. It really is. It's, 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 if, we get this, if we get our understanding of God wrong, and because of that we miss heaven, if we get our understanding of, of prayer or grace or any of these things wrong, and because of that we miss heaven, that's serious. It doesn't get, it doesn't get worse. Okay? So it's really, really important that some of the, the basics of our faith are well understood. So I was talking to a, a friend recently. I say that a lot in homilies, don't I? I was talking to a friend recently, uh, and she said that she was at a, a mass recently um, where, and I'm not saying this now to, to, uh, to belittle any other priest, but the priest at the mass said, um, so today is the feast of, of, of all saints, and sure, I suppose... All, all of those who, who have died, all of those that we know, all of our family members who've gone before us, they're all saints because they all loved God in their own little way. Uh, now, I would have to fundamentally disagree with that. And again, this isn't kind of my opinion versus his opinion. What does the church teach and what does Jesus say? That's what we have to get back to. It's not what do lots of people think, what's popular, what do I like? Because there are lots of teachings I might like. You know what I mean? I think our, our church should teach that Nutella should be compulsory every day. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, I might like that. But that's completely made up. 
That's just made up, right? So the idea that everyone goes to heaven, right, is made up. It is a fatal flaw, especially on a day like today. This is the Feast of All Souls. So for if, because just imagine, just, just like play out the consequences, right? Play out the consequences. If everyone goes to heaven, if everyone goes to heaven, that means everyone goes to heaven. Also those who've done serious wrong, also rapists, also murderers, also, uh, you know, all these, everyone, but if everyone goes to heaven, then everyone goes to heaven, right? But if everyone goes to heaven, then what on earth is the purpose of, of like a feast like today? What's the purpose of praying for the dead? If everyone goes to heaven, why do you need confession? Or the Eucharist? Or priesthood? Or marriage? Why do you need to be faithful in marriage? Why do you need to strive, try to be, why do you even have to try to be good? Why try to be good? Why bother? We're all going to heaven anyway. It's like, imagine like if, if someone said, it's just like, you know, everyone passes the driving test. You don't need to practice. Everyone, everyone passes the leaving cert. You don't need to go to school. You know, everyone smells great. You don't need to wash. Like, it's like in, 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 in reality, these things, when you, when you kind of step, step back and kind of look at this thing, you go, that's insane. Anything worthwhile is worth effort. Anything worthwhile is worth effort. But just to presume salvation, that is not what Jesus said, right? When he says uh, in, in Luke's Gospel, chapter 13, strive to enter by the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will, enter, will, will try to enter and will not be able. Like Jesus, That's what Jesus says. It's not those who say, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. So we have to actually do something. Again, we don't earn our salvation, but we do have to work with the grace that's given to us. We do have to avoid sin, strive for grace, strive for virtue. So it's just, it's wrong. It's made up. It's popular theology to think that everyone goes to heaven. But the consequences of that are what we see today. Why would you go to Mass? Why would any young person go to Mass if we're all going to heaven anyway? Why pray if we're all good people? But there's also a kind of a strange consequence of this too which, which I heard actually from uh, a homily by Father Mike Schmitz and I thought was very very interesting he said if everyone goes to heaven that means all of the crosses that we've been through all of the difficulties and cancers and uh, bereavement and all these things that we've, we've gone through are pointless they don't serve any purpose at all there's no kind of deeper meaning to them so you could be born in, in, a, in a country where you're going to be between starving and you know violent oppression from some neighboring country all of your life live in fear constantly watch family and friends die or be deported or whatever it may be and it actually doesn't matter because those who did all these things they're going to heaven and your suffering whatever just makes no difference you, you you get to heaven as well but then god all allows all of this suffering and it has no purpose no meaning whatsoever so if there's no alternative to heaven if everyone goes to heaven then God is some sort of a monster. That was a really interesting way of putting it. If everyone goes to heaven, then God is some sort of a monster that he would create us on this earth to suffer and to die for no reason whatsoever. For no reason whatsoever. Why not just create us in heaven if everyone goes to heaven? Just be done. Skip, skip all this. Skip all this misery. Skip the leading search. Skip all of this. Skip all of this, you know, this, this pain and suffering down here. Skip all of that. Just create us in heaven. Be done with it. Why put us through all of this and then we all end up in the same place anyway. It's like when I was down in Naples and they, they, they tried to bring in 
and like, differentiate that they, uh, they separate the rubbish out into recyclable plastics and glass. And it all goes into the same bin anyway. <laughs> At the end of the day, it all goes into the same landfill anyway. Why bother? Why bother? So, like, the, the, the consequences of, of this, this fatal flaw, this, this lie that everyone goes to heaven are serious. The consequences of it are, firstly, it will absolutely kill the church because no young man is going to become a priest to do something that is just entirely unnecessary. Why bother? No young person is going to go to Mass. They're not going to need the sacraments. or They'll mark the certain occasions, like the birth of a child or the graduation from primary school with confirmation. They'll mark certain occasions with sacraments, but it has nothing to do with sacramental grace, sacramental life, or asking the Lord's guidance or the Lord's uh, intercession or help. The Lord doesn't intercede. The Lord's uh, protection in their lives. It has nothing to do with that. You don't need any of it. We're all good. We're all going to heaven. Again, the, the consequences of that then are that we don't access all these graces that we need for our salvation. Like that's, that's, that's serious. That is really serious. Because then, where are we going? At the end of this life, where, where are we going? And I'm like, again, I'm not, I'm not condemning anyone because I don't know. But I'm saying, if God provided these sacraments and these graces, it's because we need them. They're not just optional extras. Like these, these are necessary. So if we don't use them, it's just, it's just an enormous risk to be taken. So we have to be really, really careful that if this, this, this lie, this fatal flaw has crept into our minds, that everyone goes to heaven, we, we have to root that out, guys. Because it's, 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 it's not what the church teaches. It's not what Jesus teaches. It's, this isn't about popular opinion of who likes it or who doesn't. It doesn't matter. What does God say? And he's clear that he wants us to strive for virtue. He wants us to try. He wants us to work with him. He wants us to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect. Jesus' words, not mine. So, in all of this, you see, let's keep in mind as well, that God wants our salvation. Jesus wants our salvation even more than you want yours. God wants you in heaven even more than you want to be there. There is nothing he won't do to get you there. Like he's doing all the heavy lifting. He's doing all the hard work. He's died on a cross for you. Like he will do anything and everything to get you there. All you have to do is say, I want this grace. That's it. Like you just have to say, I, I just, I want it. I accept this free gift. When you come to mass, as I say, you receive Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And if you put 20 cents into the collection basket or absolutely nothing, you will receive Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity anyway. We don't pay for the Eucharist. It's free, free gift for you, earned by Jesus on the cross. You know, this is like, this is the, when you go to confession, you don't pay for confession. But the priest says, you know, I absolve you from all of your sins in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That grace comes to us from the cross. And your sins are freely forgiven. Now your soul has, has been made new. Those, those sins that were there are now no longer there. Free. Sacramental grace. When you marry someone and you're going to need sacramental grace when you marry someone because they don't stay the same right they change they get bald and fat <laughs> right and mouldy and cantankerous and all of that like it it's hard marriage is hard so you need the sacramental grace to keep you together god's help priesthood as well genuine <laughs> priesthood without without the grace of god is insanity 
It's all these things. All everything. It's all of it. God wants. God is like His everything set out for us. He wants our salvation more than we want it. All we have to do is be willing to receive these gifts. So like, again, the fact that not everyone is saved is not me saying God is vengeful and wrathful and all this. No, like, he's, he's a father, a loving father. He wants us to choose heaven, but he wants us to choose heaven. Not to be there because we have to be. He wants us to choose heaven. Why? Because if we don't choose heaven, if we're not free to choose, we're not free to love him. And if we don't love, if we're not free to love him, well then what is heaven? So this, this, this lie, it cuts away at the very foundation of the whole church, cuts away at the very foundation of the reason for the cross, of the reason for the incarnation. It cuts away at the root of everything. So we've got to root that out. I have to try and get to heaven. I have to try and work with him. Not everyone gets there. And today we want to pray for those who who are in purgatory and again purgatory we might talk about that a bit later um, purgatory is a gift of God's mercy it's a gift of God's it's not like you know you have to suffer a bit before you get to heaven no 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 it's nothing to do with suffering you have to learn to love before you get to heaven that's that's what makes us capable of heaven I mean they suffer down in hell it does no good to them at all so it's not just you, you, know, you suffer a bit, then you get into heaven. God wants us to suffer a bit. What parent would say, you know, I want my child to suffer a bit before they become an adult? It's a bit sadistic. No, I want my child to, be, to learn to be responsible. Now that might mean that, yes, when they go to a hurling training or whatever, they fall a couple of times. They might break a couple of fingers. I want them to learn to cycle. They're going to get a couple of grazed knees. I don't want the grazed knees, but I want them to learn to cycle. I don't want them to fail an exam, but they may in their school career. I don't want the bad things to happen, but they can be formative as well. You know, but we don't want the bad. God never wants us to, to, to suffer. But if through that we learn how to renounce ourselves, if through that we learn how to love, then suffering has a purpose, suffering has a meaning. That's a whole other homily, though. So, today, we thank the Lord for the gift of his mercy. We thank the Lord for, for his uh, trying to find every way possible of getting us to heaven. He's not the one keeping us out. We're the ones who don't want it. He is not the one closing the door. The handle is on our side. And so we ask the Lord that we might be open to receiving his love, to receiving his mercy, and ultimately to, be, to receive the gift of his presence for all eternity. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us for uh, this homily via YouTube, via our live stream, or via the various podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for, for being part of our extended family, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, if these have helped you in some way, if they have they've blessed you, if they've helped you uh, in your faith in some way, in order to uh, facilitate our mission and, and, and encourage our mission, allow our mission to continue, uh, you might consider uh, maybe donating towards a Holy Family Mission, towards our formation of our young people here in uh, a place near Clonmel uh, in County Tipperary in, in Ireland. So if you wish, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, and there's a donate tab there, and we greatly appreciate any help that you can give us. Obviously, we'd be delighted for your prayers as well. Please do pray for us. Uh, this is not just <coughs> a battle against flesh and blood but also obviously we're engaged in a whole spiritual battle here as well so we need your help 
uh, on the spiritual front as well as on the material front in order to, to allow our mission to continue. So thank you so much for your, for your generosity and for your support and be assured of our prayers, especially on Wednesday when we offer our Mass and our prayers for all of our friends and benefactors. So God bless you and we'll hopefully see you or hear you uh, on a future podcast or homily. God bless.